Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome back. Chunky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. You know, I am. I know Kevin's on or we're, we're, we're trying to get him. I, I might be regretting not even renting anything. I'm, fl- I'm flying into Louisville today and we're just going to Uber everywhere. Okay. But I'm there for two days. Yeah. Mm. Like I like to, I like the freedom of being right. able to get in my car and go somewhere. Just go somewhere it's if called you need certainty, to. especially when I'm in a hotel. I mean, I yeah. just don't, you know, when I'm, I don't want to just sit in a hotel. So I, I might have to look up that Turo bit. Well, why can't you just when you get to the airport see if Louisville, they have any rental cars? I mean, I, I can't imagine it's a real busy airport. It's not. So I, I guarantee you, there's a rental car available. I think the Uber bit works. I'm not even going to rent a car for times, eight but... or nine days in Puerto Rico. Um, I mentioned I Manzel know. in the last segment. I just went and looked at that draft. So that was the 2014 NFL draft. And we're talking about what the commanders should do at number two in all of these quarterbacks. We're going to release our initial quarterback rankings coming up here at 720. Do you know who the top quarterback drafted that year was? What year was that? I can't 2013? Remember. 2014. 2014. Okay. So the Hint. number one pick was Jadavion Clowney. Hint. Number two was Greg Robinson, a tackle for the Rams. Okay. How would you feel if the commanders went tackle at number two, Cakes? Well, you should fire Adam Peters immediately. Like the number the three pick was a quarterback. Um, first and last name, here's my hint. First and last name start with the same letter. Blake Bortles. Blake Bortles. Wow. <laughs> That's just, it shows Central, you what a, what a Florida. dice roll even the top three quarterback selection. He was is. the third pick in the draft. Manziel was the second quarterback drafted at twenty two. Yeah. By the way. And then and- Teddy Bridgewater was thirty two, so there were three quarterbacks taken. Then Derek Carr, uh very uh high in this in the second draft or second round was the thirty sixth pick. So <laughs> just brutal. Our rankings yep. that we do by the way, the way I'm doing it, the way I, I I suggest we all do it is how they turn out. It's not where they're drafted. Yeah. I don't care where they're drafted. 
It's a, like when we look at it a year from so, now, who, who the has best? the best ranking of quarterbacks coming out that year? Yeah. yeah. Right. And that could change year to year. It could. Yeah. It could. All right. Is Kevin online? There he is. Hey, right, we'll talk movies with Kevin McCarthy from Fox 5. He joins us on the BetQL Guest Hotline. Hey, Kevin. Good morning. Y'all still sleeping on J.J. McCarthy and Michael Penix Jr.? Keep <laughs> a little sleeping. bit. You'll Maybe. see. You stay tuned. Check us out at uh, 720. Yeah, we release our quarterback rankings at 720. Hey. Oh, I'm, I am nice. I, I, I actually want to. I really want to hear what, what what y'all's rankings are for this because I'm I'm following because they are very I'm important. Our rankings, Kevin. Are. I, I, I know we're going to talk movies. I don't even know what movie you're watching, and I know behind the scenes, Drab is trying to get you to watch more Netflix and yeah. streaming products. Like, do you watch the shows, like the big shows that get released, like the top show right now? I'll raise my hand. I'm watching it with my wife. Love is blind. Do you watch those type of releases? No, I mean, in, in all honesty, like a lot of a lot of what I do is movies, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, the the movie I'm reviewing this week, I know is Eric's most anticipated of the year, which is Dune Two, and so I'm going to be getting to that like shortly. But I think in terms of like shows, I do try to watch like the big ones as they come out, like The Last of Us and things like that. Like right now, I'm actually catching up on older shows that I, I hadn't had a time to see because there were so many films coming out in the past couple of years that just it just been like a lot in terms of work so i'm actually watching curb your enthusiasm right now which i weirdly enough with richard lewis passing that was a weird timing um i don't know if you guys ever watched that show but it's fantastic it's a great and then, show uh, yeah and then white lotus so those are like the i just finished white lotus and now i'm in the middle of curb so i actually started curb on season seven i'm sure everybody listening has already seen a lot of curb before but that's the season where they do the seinfeld reunion and so season and seven so you're Five seasons behind. Yeah, well, no, I just, I kind of opened up Max one day and I was just sitting on my couch and I'm like, when you see a show has 13 or 14 seasons or something like that, it's a little daunting. Yeah. So I just kind of, I picked the middle of it because I didn't want to get overwhelmed and it happened to be, because Seinfeld's my, probably my favorite show of all time next to Breaking Bad. <clears throat> and so just to know that the whole Seinfeld cast was back for an entire season of Curb and they literally did a reunion for the show on there was Amazing! I had never seen it. So is I, JB so Smooth part of that season? Dude, he is so funny. Like I, 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 I mean, I already knew he was funny. I've seen him before, obviously, but his character on Curb, yeah. Oh, dude, he's a huge part of it. He lives yeah. with Larry. It's it's absolutely hilarious. Hey, yeah, Rick, Rick um, it maybe if you didn't see Oppenheimer in the theater fourteen times, you'd true. be able to catch up on some of this other TV. <laughs> Yeah, yeah you could have watched what, True Detective this season. You know, what you guys sleep on, though, the reason why I go see Oppenheimer and all these movies so many times, it's funny, I was I, I was doing an interview yesterday and I was telling somebody, because I always feel a little embarrassed when, I, when I'm like, yeah, I've seen a movie 10, 11, 12 times. And then I hear from people like like Timothy Chalamet, who, who's like, he'll, he'll say he's seen a movie 10, 12, he saw Top Gun like 14 times in theaters. I'm like, I, I don't feel that alone. It's just, it, it's just the experience. I like going... I like going and experiencing. Like for example, I'm going to go see Dune Two again tomorrow because I want to sit in the theater with a crowd. See, I know you guys are probably going to be like, "Oh, well, that sounds terrible." No, but I like sitting with a group of strangers and just having a universal communal experience. That's the beauty of it. All right, so um, let's get to I, Dune Two because I, yeah. I don't, I didn't watch the original, so I didn't see yeah. Dune. Um, but I might have a date night with my wife tomorrow. Is it worth me going to see Dune 2 in the theaters? I mean, JP, listen, I mean, that question, 
No, not for you. It's not because if you haven't seen the the first part, there's no point in going to this one. I mean, like this. So, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, but like in the '80s, there was a really bad Dune movie. I don't know if you guys remember what uh, David Lynch directed. It Sting was in it. It was like a whole thing. It was just uh, arguably people consider it one of the worst movies ever made. Um, but I mean, I know. Eric, I know you know your Dune history. So Dune was written in 1965 Mm -hmm. by Frank Herbert. Um, People think that Dune is a copy of Star Wars, but it's the opposite. Justin Herbert's dad. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, from the chart. Is that from the the chart? (laughs) Yes, Um, continue. My bad. I get all sized. Um, anyways, um, uh, but yeah, so basically in the 60, in 65, they wrote the Dune book, and then George Lucas, from what I understand, like based a lot of, of Star Wars on that. So um, fast forward to a couple years ago, the, um, they, re, they, they readapted the book. Uh, Denis Villeneuve is the filmmaker. Every one of you has definitely seen one of his movies. He did Arrival. He did Prisoners. He did Sicario. He did uh, Blade Runner 2049, one of the greatest filmmakers I love time. Prisoners. I freaking love that movie. Dude, Cakes, the whistle at the end, I still hear that. Do you remember the end? I remember the like end. Undergr- yes, of course oh. I remember. The scene where Jake Gyllenhaal confronts the woman when she's trying to inject the kid. I mean, it's just, it's it's a great movie. Dude, Paul Dano is so good in that. And He's Jake very Gyllenhaal. Good. What was that scene? Is the scene of Paul Dano, Cakes, when he, when they're in the bathroom and, like, Jackman goes crazy on him and, like, breaks the mirror or something? Yeah. I'm trying to remember. The, it's yeah, so ripped. A, phenomenal film um and then sicario obviously was a great one as well and, uh, eric in all seriousness have you seen sicario i think that's a movie long you time like. ago yeah sure yeah that's that's right up here i, I think you would like that is movie. there a sicario <laughs> three coming out yes yeah so sicario two the director did not continue um and then there's a there's a there's a question of whether or not he'll come back and do sicario three i didn't like two as much as one i thought one to me sicario one and you guys remember the ending with with uh Benicio del Toro when he goes to the family. Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. Oh, I thought I mean, Sicario Two was. Brutal. I thought Sicario Two was great. Kevin, get I back like- to Dune. I asked you a question: Is it worth me seeing the movie Dune Two? And you're saying no because I haven't seen the original Dune. So can you get to Dune Two? Yeah. Okay. So fast forwarding now to a few year, to a few years ago when Dune Part One came out. So Denis Villeneuve directed the film, and I don't know if you guys remember, but this was this was a this was a big deal because it came out during the pandemic. And the, the big issue was, so Dune is a huge book, and it's, and it's considered to be one of the most um, unadaptable books of all time, if that's the, if that's the word, if that's even a word. Um, but this, this, this book just seemed like it was impossible to bring to the big screen, and it was also proven in the 80s when they did the David Lynch film. So I don't know if you guys remember this, but when they put the first Dune Part 1 out a couple of years ago, it came out on the same day on streaming on HBO Max. Because we were in the middle of the pandemic, and the studio decided, why don't we put it on day and date, on streaming and in theaters, and see what happens. The issue is, is that they only made half the book the first time around. Dune Part 1 was only half the book. So this new one coming out today is the other half of the book. So they basically made the first Dune, Dune Part 1, without a green light to make the second one, and they released it during the pandemic. And they hoped that it made enough money that they would greenlight a sequel to finish the rest of the book. And so the movie ended up making over $400 million while also being streamed on the same day it came out. And that just shows you that the people wanted to go to the theaters to see it. It was, it was, it was bringing people to the theaters, even though you could have stayed home and watched it on streaming. $400 million of box office was produced of people who wanted to go out and see it 
anyways. And so that obviously shows the studio we got to finish the story. So imagine being a filmmaker and making half your movie, basically, and then mm-hmm. hoping that it'll do well. And also at the same time, you're releasing it in a pandemic and it's being on streaming and you're all the odds are stacked against you. Um, but I think what was proven in that moment is everybody realized this is the cinematic experience you want to have in theaters. So fast forward to today to JP's question. Like, listen, to JP, for you, if you haven't seen part one, there's no point in seeing part two. You're not going to understand it. Um, this is not a sequel. This is more of a continuation of the first movie. So <laughs> essentially what you would be doing is today, if you went and saw Dune part two, you would be, you'd be flipping to halfway through the book and then finishing the book without reading the first half. So what is the plot um, of this one and who stars in it? Yeah, huge, huge cast. Timothy Chalamet, Austin Butler, Zendaya, Florence Pugh, Javier Bardem, Josh Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, uh, Chris, Christopher Walken. Um, the plot is basically, it's Star Wars essentially, but if you want to, I mean, the, the idea behind the film is that you have this character, Paul Atreides, who's Timothy Chalamet's character, um, who is having visions of a future that horrifies him, but it also gives him a power that he doesn't that he doesn't know if he can control and essentially there's you're dealing with all these different houses and different families and they're trying to control this thing called spice and spice is the most valuable uh, asset on the planet it helps with intergalactic travel and all these different aspects of things in space and time um it's all sci-fi uh, and i know everything i'm saying right now you guys are just like whatever let's get to the draft um but you know in it, i i I love this film. I love these movies. I love these films. Anybody listening to your show right now, I do get messages from your listeners who actually like these films and have seen Dune Part 1 and are excited about Dune Part 2. Um, so I know there are people out there who are excited. What is your rating? I give it a four and a half. Four and a half out of five for Dune 2. Kind of surprised. Yeah, I, I thought you you'd why? give it five. Yeah. He's been talking well, about it a lot. What? I know. I, 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 you know what's funny? I've been doing your show long enough. I can tell the moment I lose you guys in a segment. It's like I, like I'll be in the middle of talking about a movie. I'm like, I just lost those guys. Like they're not, they're not even mm-hmm. listening to me. Um, happens no, every week. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I gave the first one a five. This one's a four and a half. Um, and I'm gonna go see it again this weekend. So does that I, mean it was a letdown? No, it's just they're they're. The first one was such a confident film, and it's it's half the story. And I and I loved Oscar Isaac and Jason Momoa's characters. This one is just a lot. It's a lot to take in in one viewing. So my my rating of it is right now based on based on a viewing I had a month ago. I haven't seen the movie for a month, um, so I'm gonna go back this weekend. But right now I'm standing at a four and a half. It's excellent. I, mean, I will say just for people out there who are interested in this, this movie is incredible in IMAX. Um, the whole thing was shot in IMAX. Um, so if you have a chance to see it in an IMAX theater, it is playing at Udvar Hazy. It's also playing at all the AMCs and IMAX as well. The cinematography is incredible. Hans Zimmer's music is remarkable. The performances are incredible. The visual effects are incredible. I, you got to see this on the biggest screen possible. This is this is a reminder of why we go to the movies. And I think that art form has been lost. A lot of that has been lost over the years with streaming and cell phones and, and TikTok and Instagram and people watching things on their phones and their tablets. At the end of the day, this is the type of movie that is designed and made to remind you why you leave the house and you share that experience with strangers. And you get a big bucket of popcorn, whatever you need to do. This is what this is about. That's what Oppenheimer was. That's what Barbie was. That's what, you know, these filmmakers are making movies that are, are, are keeping the theatrical experience alive. And that's what Denis Villeneuve is doing. This movie is going to make probably a billion dollars. And I, I just, I'm just so happy that it exists. 
I genuinely am happy it exists. Like, All right, is, Kevin. You're like, that nerd. Four and a half out of five for Dune 2. We'll talk to you next week, pal. All right, J.J. McCarthy, let's go. Nice. That's Kevin McCarthy from Fox 5. Coming up next, it is our first reveal, our initial quarterback rankings, each of the junkies on who should be drafted. That's next. Don't go anywhere. Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker of yours. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 in the DMV. Coming up in an hour, our $10 to 10K challenge. The listeners have helped us out. I think turned ten bucks into fifty six so far. That's, that's progress. I might be wrong, we'll but take it. we doubled up, mm-hmm. and then we more than doubled up. Yep. So thank you to our listeners for helping us advance because we've retired at least for now the junkies weekend parlay, and we're doing this ten dollars to ten k challenge, and so far two for two. So that's coming up at eight twenty. We need your picks, and then we'll vote on what we believe is the best play of the weekend. And then hopefully that will turn into more money and we'll keep chasing that 10K. John Feinstein joins us at 8. But right now, we wanted to do our quarterback rankings. Uh, Drab went out and got some letterboards. I know. It looks like he went to Michael's Arts and Crafts. I like it, Drab. I almost feel like this is something you hold when you go to prison. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? With your like mugshot. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was in a Walmart in Sterling at like 10 p.m. last night. Ah, okay. Jeez. So you went straight to, like, the crafting section? Like, where, where else yeah, would you? I went you... to three different Walmarts okay. and Michaels. <laughs> Look at you. Yeah. So we're going to reveal our boards. I don't know how we want to do this. I think probably just individually we each give our own board, or do we each want to do, like, pick by pick, like who we have number I, one? I don't have a lot of rationale yet. This is my preliminary rank. It's okay. preliminary rankings for everybody. I'm just saying. You want me to go first? Sure. Should we go one at a time or one, one pick at, at, one a, time? at a time? He's going to unveil his board. But this is just your tingle play. Yeah. Like you these, got are, these are my tingle play top five. You're just going through the scouting process right yeah. now, and then on draft night it becomes permanent. Uh, yeah, I'm not willing to die on this yet, but uh, I don't know how to reveal it. Should I, should I just reveal it now and then just kind of just yeah. explain? All yeah. right. So you know me. I become a Jaden Daniels guy. 
So uh, I'm intrigued by the skill set. He reminds me a, a, a lot of Lamar. Um, obviously, the running ability is insane. Uh, great deep ball thrower. I think he has a lot of potential as a passer. Um, I just think he's a multifaceted weapon. I don't care about his fantasy. That's not my thing. I just think that if he's in trouble, he could beat you with his arms or his legs. And I'm just really intrigued by his talent. He's got good size. The only thing I'm worried about is what everyone's worried about is durability. He's got that narrow frame. He's not like me. You don't have that 10-inch drop, broad shoulders, <laughs> just like a beast. Um, now, Caleb, I have it number two, only because he has performed at a high level uh, for three years. So the fainernails have scared you all along. Yeah, you I said mean, you're I just, out, I don't but like he still makes your board. I don't field stuff, but, I mean, talent is talent. Yep. Um, so he's clearly a talented quarterback, and I think, you know, I think Caleb could certainly be a big-time quarterback. No question about it. I just, I'm a little bit more intrigued by Jaden's skill set. Uh, Drake May, I, you know, I've only done a little bit of uh, evaluation of Drake. I like him. I have a middle of the pack through the top five. The guy I'm really intrigued by is J.J. I feel like J.J. McCarthy has, he's one of these guys, I'm not a size guy, but he has the size and I feel like he's sneakier athletically than people think. So I think there's a lot there. And Penix, I'm also just intrigued by him. He's another multi-faceted guy. He's got. Do you guys think he has like a weird throwing thing? Like it's a little. It's not. I think he throws lasers. It's just because he's left-handed. It's left-handed, so it just looks weird. Throws you off. His his throws that the right-handed that it looks normal. It looks a little weird to me, but but I've seen him just with a flick of the wrist makes him really nice throws. So there you go. Jaden one, Caleb two, Drake May three, JJ four. And Penix 5, this is my going into the draft right now, my pre-draft rankings, my first go-around. Does Penix. anybody else have those same five guys on the board? I do. I so have, I could go second. I have the same five. You have the but same five? All right, do yours next. I, I have Penix at five. I'm going to go from five to one. The injury history scares me, and the guy's been in college forever. He's been in college since 2018. He's got a lot of experience, but he's barely hanging on to the number five spot. Because of the injuries, they concern me. But he's my number five. I've got Drake May at four. I thought he was a foobar for you. He's tumbling. He's close to falling off the list. I'm just telling you, this is the single list. When the real list comes out in April, hey, that, that, he may not be I on see, the list. Can I see that, who's this talking about? Panics? Drake May. Oh, Drake okay. May at this, four. This kind of pokes some holes into your foobar list. Yeah. Right? You can't have him in your top five. Case and then was be scared, scared to not put him on the list. I like, Drake look, May. I, I like the Who would you replace skills? him with? Who's on the outside looking in right now? Who has six. a chance I, to slide in if, if they have a good pro day? Six, but this guy is going to wow at the combine. Joe Milton. Joe Milton is going to wow people at the combine. Now, he's not a great thrower, but he's 6'5", he's 240. and He's he, another Anthony Richardson yeah, type? Yeah, he could zoom up the draft board. So he's he's like on the outside looking in. He's All probably right. like what six about or Bo seven. Nicks? Bo Nix is kind of in that same territory. All right. So I have McCarthy at three. I kind of hold my nose a little bit with this, but I think he's going to impress at the combine and show that he was kind of restricted as to what he could possibly do if he's given more responsibility. So I have him at three. Of course, I have Jaden at two. Uh, I love the, the dual threat. His slight frame concerns me a little bit, but he does have that floor where if things break down, he can rip off a 50-yard run, and I love that. And I, I just can't knock Caleb out of the number one spot at this point. Too many Patrick Mahomes comps. He's the most skilled of all of these guys. Uh, his his size deters me a little bit. He could fall out of that number one spot, 
But as of right now, on my tingle board, Caleb is number one. All right, so Cakes has <laughs> Caleb Williams one, Jaden Daniels two, JJ McCarthy three. Even though he's on his FUBAR list, Drake May somehow makes his board at number four. Yeah, it's weird. And he has Penix going five. And again, this is not who we think is going to get selected in this order. This is who we think is the best. Who's impressed you the most? Well, who yeah. we think is going to have the best pro career. This is your scouting yes. take. Yes. This is our ranking. We were implored to watch ranking. film yesterday and come up with a list. Did you watch yeah. film? Send these to Adam Peters Thumb. immediately. Yes. I watched a solid... 15 minutes of film. I watched a of film. Yeah. After I was hitting 280-yard uh, bombs in a garage, <laughs> then I did. Right. Fish uh, bucks. Fish. Uh, all right, so I'd be a hypocrite if I didn't have Drake May 1. Oh, I like it. So what I've do you got, see on film? he was your guy. I've got Drake May 1. Um, I just like, he, he, look, out of all the guys on my list, he played the least amount of college football. So, I, th- you know, they talk about upside and potential. I like mm-hmm. it, but I like the size. I do like, be, you know, 6'4", 230. Um, he's got a little bit of a hitch in the throwing mechanics. I think they're going to have to work on that, whoever drafts him. Uh, I think he is athletic. I don't know why Merrill Hodge doesn't. He I, thinks he's I, athletic. I think he's – well, I think he's more athletic than Merrill <laughs> he Hodge. He never thinks. listens to you. You I know. tell him I mean, every he time. Said, I don't think super athletic. Right. Yeah. So, obviously, he's an athlete. So, um, he can actually run. A lot of times at North Carolina, North Carolina's offensive line wasn't very good this year. So, when they were getting pressured, he, he was forced out of the pocket a lot. And they also ran a lot of design stuff for him, too. But um, I think he's a really good athlete, so I would take May 1. Caleb, I, I don't like some of the off-the-field stuff, but he's he's still very talented. Talent is talent. And uh, I can't overlook that. So I got him. I got him, too. Um, I've got Jaden 3, even though Caleb and Jaden, to me, are really close. Um you and, and, and Jaden's played a lot of college football. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. And he obviously, he got better. From his days at ASU to LSU, and the, he's a running threat. He's the biggest running threat of, out of all the guys that I've got in my top five. Um, so I got Jane three. I've got Bo Nix four, and I basically only have him four because he played more college football than anybody, maybe in the history of college football. <laughs> Is he like a seventh year guy. Or he something? he played like and he played in two power conferences. He his stats actually are better than Jaden Daniels from this past year. He completed almost eighty percent of his passes. Think about that. 77.6% of his passes. The year before that at Oregon, he completed over 70%. A lot of easy throws from what I've seen. And I don't watch a ton of college they, football. All, all these guys have easy yeah. throws. Yeah. Um, so, but you can't overlook the 45 touchdowns and only three picks. Okay. That's a I'm sorry. Sick ratio. Um, and then I've got JJ5. And JJ might move up the board for me over the next month and a half. Mm hmm. Because out of all of these guys, he played in more of the pro-style system, played a lot of under-center stuff, just didn't put up a lot of numbers. I also didn't think he played great in the national championship game. Ten completions. I thought there were some plays he, he had, and he just didn't complete them uh, against a, a fair, an average to below-average Washington defense. But J.J. could move up the board based on you know combine and all these evaluators. Um, and look. These, these these names could change over the next six weeks. But if we're right. doing the tingle play March 1st, I've got May 1, Caleb 2, Jaden 3, Bo 4, JJ 5. All right, that leaves me. I'll readily admit I don't watch a ton of college football, but I did watch film on all the guys yesterday. Here's the flaw in this game. We're all tainted by things that we've seen and heard on TV. I'll start with number one. 
I didn't think I was going to go Caleb Williams, but after watching the film, Caleb Williams is the most electric player on the field, and that's including Jaden Daniels. What really jumped out at me is some of his passes downfield were with guys in his face. And when you watch a film of a lot of these guys, you don't see during the highlight reels many times where they've got a dirty pocket and pressure in their face. It doesn't seem to phase Kayla Williams. Now, there are red flags. He fumbles the ball. Maybe holds on to the ball too long. But I can see why Cliff Kingsbury compared him to Patrick Mahomes. He's a flat-out stud. So I've got Kayla Williams <laughs> one. I've got Drake May two. Some say they look at his interceptions going up and his completion percentage going down. Orlovsky says his feet are horrible and says he maybe needs to sit for two years. He reminded me of Josh Allen and Big Ben. He has one where he throws the ball left-handed where he's got somebody draped on him. He's got another highlight where he's he does kind of the Tebow play where he's running into the defensive line and then he throws the ball. Like, that physicality... He may have uh, more problems in his game right now than some of these other guys that some of these experts say, oh, his feet aren't there. But if he can improve, remember when Josh Allen came into the league, the knock on him was accuracy, and he got it better, and his completion percentage got better, but he had that physicality. I think it's hard to overlook the physicality of Drake May. So I've got him two. I've got Jaden Daniels three. Look, the red flags, we all see it. It's He's super skinny. He does throw a great deep ball, but his guys were unbelievable in college. Every one of these bombs that I saw, the guys are pretty much wide open. He had elite players on the outside, and it seems like he had a clean pocket most of the time. And I don't like the way he runs. EB, when you watch Russell Wilson run, you know he's kind of short, stocky, and he gets down. If you watch Jaden Daniels, he's very upright. In the way that he runs. like It just seems like he it's, can get it's, killed. It's definitely something that, that you need to be concerned about. But it's hard to ignore a guy who runs for over 1,000 yards. Like the dual threat, he is going to be a game changer in the league if he's healthy. Mm-hmm. Simply because he's got the legs to go with it. If it was just a passing contest, I would have put Penix over him. I've got Michael Penix four. The guy can flat out sling it. Um, maybe because he's a lefty. It reminded me of Tua. I thought of that too. But I did see him move out of the pocket and throw the ball accurately pretty deep downfield, scrambling the ball. It's just I can't put him above Jaden Daniels because he doesn't have that, you know, raw athleticism. I mean, he's an athlete and he's had a bunch of injuries. So it's more being scared like I kind of wanted to put him above Jaden Daniels but I didn't and then I've got JJ5 he reminded me of Doug Flutie and Daniel Jones a combo if if, if Doug Flutie and Daniel Jones could meet because the thing which impressed me the most about JJ McCarthy was his running like when they would roll him out or just design runs guys fast and he can make the throws so I've got Caleb Williams, one. Drake May, two. Jaden Daniels, three. Michael Penix, four. J.J. McCarthy, five. All right.
a lot of overlap on this our will, list. This will be sense. on the website or something. Well, I'll, I'll take pictures during the break. Why don't we each take a picture like out there in front of the, the sign holding our board, and I'll tweet it and put it up on our Instagram page. It feels like a prison thing. Right? Yeah, it does a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it does. Or, or like a little kid's first day at sure, school. Exactly. Or, we, or right. we could put them all up out there because this has like if, all we just need is four nails. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can put them on the wall. You have to hold them. It's got the names. Yeah. Yeah. Under the wall, like, like, our proud Mar- little like Martin Luther. Yeah. <laughs> we were talking about dressing up the studio or the, <laughs> the hallways. <Ten> um, <laughs> all right. Oh, when are we doing the jugs list? When are we doing all that? Not I mean, jug more. That's it. you're more interested in that one. <laughs> we can we can I, do it uh, during the EP if you like. Yeah. I, 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 I do have I do have material for well, you. Well, that's going to take over. Nice. That, that would be the entire EP. There's no yeah, chance. I mean, yeah, do we don't need to talk about anything else. There's a lot of buzz on Mount Jugmore. I had somebody text me yesterday who you was actually, at happy hour and said that. His uh, friend, a female, yeah. wanted to know if Katy Perry would make Mount yeah. Jugmore, and Look, I said, was, not my list. There are a lot of difficult decisions. Yeah, I have, have visual them ranked. aids? Visual aids and everything. <laughs> Can I do yeah. my, I like my leg more? <laughs> sure. You I'm a leg guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is bit season. No, but <laughs> if, I, if I were going to do it, I would be Mount Legmore. Yeah. And Who's Tay-Tay, number one Tay-Tay, on the top of your list? I don't know. Tay-Tay would be on it, but a bunch of Russian tennis players. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Bunch right. of women whose last names end in O. Tay would also yeah. make the flat so ass list. Hold on, you're doing Jugmore. I know Mars doing cheeks and Drab's Drab- doing lips. 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 That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's his thing. The lips guy. Mount all Lipmore. Right. He's drawn to the lips. All right. What? Well, all right. What time do you want to do that? You want to save it for the EP? I just put it at nine twenty later in the show. Hey, real quick. I think, I think, it's, I think they're important the lists. Yeah. I mean, Valdez is very. Very excited. Well, he's he's very, no, no, no. I'm very, I'm very prepared. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at it. Real quick, can we each give our number two? Because what do you mean? No, I just wanted curious who the commanders would have with your board. If it went this way, yes. they would select Caleb. But this is just my rankings. This All right. is not okay, how I so think it's yeah, going to I know it's your rankings. So Caleb, Jaden, Jaden. I don't think that. Who do you have at number two on your board? If they Wait, followed that... your board, well, I've got Caleb, but that doesn't matter. So right. two Caleb's because and I've the, got Drake the May. Bears aren't taking May one. Yeah, so that's just my list. Right, you this is just know. my rankings. This has no. nothing to do with what team is drafting where. Caleb's going to go one. I'll put money on it right now. No, I'm not betting anything. I'm not betting anybody. You anything. don't think there are any scouts or any GMs from any team that believe Drake May is the best quarterback in the league? There might be some. I just don't think. I mean, you mentioned Joel Klatt loves Drake May. Uh, Tim yeah, Hasselbeck loves yeah, Drake May. But they, they don't work for the Bears. Heads. Yeah, they're not Dude, NFL I know, GMs. but maybe another team moves up, and they, they want Drake May, and they, they move Even up to one. Even though I saw that picture of Brock Bowers, and he looks like the biggest like Dungeons & Dragons <laughs> nerd in like knee People say he's a Hall of Famer. I, I was kind of dreaming about him yesterday a yeah. little bit. But, I, mean, <laughs> I honestly was. He looks way different when he's in pads and catches a pass in the seam. And, and he outruns DBs. I've never seen a bigger-looking dork. Than, than this guy, he he needs a, a new fit. He needs the, a makeover. The fit that he wore in that picture with Gronk was like, he terrible. Just, he, he just didn't look at like the way he was yeah. standing. He was asked about it yesterday. What did he say? He said it, he said it all. The group chat is just pounding him for that <laughs> yeah. photo. I mean, he looked. He said he realized ridiculous. he looks terrible yeah. in that photo. It, yeah, Can you knows. find me a photo of him like in shorts and a t-shirt? Where he doesn't self-aware. look ridiculous. Like he looks sure, like yeah. the biggest nerd in history. He had a bad haircut. The shorts were ill-fitting. I mean, weird. you have to watch him. Well, if you can, I, listen, I've weekend. seen the clips. I know what an oh, athlete is. Weekend. But I was actually thinking, man, if maybe we should just maybe we should just uh, trade down and, <laughs> and take Bowers and then take like JJ or something later. 
You know what I mean? Like you got a young quarterback. Well, when, are you you do, when are you talking about How later? J.J. McCarthy might go like top 10. Well, I'm talking about later in the first round or something. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I don't know, okay, because I'm trying to acquire two first-round picks, take Bowers with one of them, and then take one of these quarterbacks. Well, one of ha- the lower-rated quarterbacks, you know, three through five or something. What happens if they're gone? Well, then you missed. <laughs> so that's a terrible then, then Sam Howell's your you starter. You have to do your evaluation. Yeah. You He's have to okay look. with that. And then no, Sa- I'm not, I wouldn't say. Listen, I'm not lobbying to start the season with Sam Howell. Sam butchered his chance. He needs to sit down and relax now. It's and min- he had his opportunity. It's Minshew mania. No, <laughs> you're, not, you're not able to get one of your quarterbacks. Well, I mean, the ones that are available are Kirk and who else? I don't want Baker. but Minshew. Or you could draft somebody with the... Second round I mean, maybe, pick. Yeah, maybe they like Bo Nix or something. I don't yeah. know. You know what I mean? Yep. All right, let's take a break. You want to chime in throughout intriguing. the show, you can always call us on the MGM National Harbor listener lines at 800-636-1067. Same number for the Thompson Creek Windows text machine. Standard message and data charges may apply. You can always tweet us at Junks Radio. Be right back. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Welcome back. Chucky's coming to you live on 106.7 The Fan and the Team 980 and the DMV. 910 The Fan and 105.1 FM in Richmond, VA. And we are streaming live on the Odyssey app, wherever you may be. We've got John Feinstein joining us at 8 o'clock. Then at 8.20, we try and turn 10 bucks into 10 k We'll need your picks, so get those ready for 8.20. Um, saw this story a couple days ago about a study on who is more likely to let themselves go and get fat and happy after you get married. It's 50-50 shot. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's coin flip? The men or the women who lets themselves go oh, I more? I guess it's the men. <clears throat> My guess would be the dudes. 
That's anybody else? Well, anybody there, want to guess that it's the women? Is it? Is that? Is there? Is there more delineation? Like, like, like uh, women that work or women that stay at home or guys that? I think it's just a post marriage deal. Just post marriage. Who lets themselves go more? Guys or or girls? I'm gonna say know. guys. I would probably say guys. I mean, guys but are lazier. Po- I don't think it's an overwhelming number though. It is men. Yeah. Men get fat and happy. Right. And the women just settle. They say that uh, marriage is associated with a 5.2% increase in the prevalence of becoming overweight for men and a 2.5% rise in obesity. Um, <clears throat> some of that might just go with being older, though. Because I wonder if they studied single men and single women. Right? You tend to gain weight as you get older. I think that's pretty natural, yes. I haven't uh, done a deep dive in this Maxim study or whatever. Maxim magazine, if it's still a thing. I guess it is online. Are they they still printing that? And you buy it at your local 7-Eleven? Do they even have, like, when you go to Safeway, do they even have magazines anymore? Yes. They do. Yep. I never go down that aisle. They have it at the the Harris Teeter, where I live. You head towards the frozen foods, and it's like... Parked right outside of like the uh, like where the vitamins are. There's a, just a, a standalone rack of magazines. Is it shrinking? I mean, it's not a big rack. I mean, it's it's not as big as the racks Valdez is going to show us later in his Mount uh, Jugsmore, but do it's they, sizable. Do they still sell dirty magazines? No. Or with the proliferation of not a hair steeder, yeah, but like right. with the proliferation of you know the internet, you know, porn. I'm Did, sure they do. Like where? next time, like, 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 Seven Eleven. Even Playboy went all digital like five, six years ago, right? Yeah. I, I bet know. it's. I bet you can get them like a Seven Eleven. I don't know if it's Seven Eleven. You still can because it used to be behind, like where the cashier is. Yeah. Like, I mean, I've been to a Seven Eleven in the last six months. I don't, I don't remember I don't recall seeing, seeing one. I think most of that stuff now has just been dominated by the internet. Where would you find and people's a phones? Dirty magazine. Where, what place would sell a dirty magazine? Mar, Mar would know. He's a young single guy. Mar, where do you get your dirty magazines? Like you said, man, it's all over the internet. Yeah. It's just too easy. Where else would sell them? Drabby, you would know. know. I mean, a bookstore, bookstore? wouldn't sell them. Like, you can't go to Barnes Noble and buy <clears throat> no. it. There's not even a bookstore anymore. They used to have the least security ever, though, at a 7-Eleven in some stores where they would just have all the magazines. <laughs> yeah. And then the dirty magazine was just behind, like, a black Cover. Sure, they were, or like, like you rack. could, like yeah. you couldn't just pick up the magazine well, behind the black Cakes cover. Did. Cakes did that move. I definitely, well, somebody I know definitely did that move in college. Yeah, when he had the sticky fingers. Somebody <laughs> you know also did that with uh, videotapes. Well, that that was a one-off. Yeah, that was oh, a, with the magazines was not a one-off. No, the magazines were. That was like that a matter was, of routine. That was that was yeah. It was more than. I feel one. like I'll just say more than once when you were living at. It, <laughs> When you were at Towson yes, and correct. you were living in the dorms or Tiger maybe in an apartment, yeah. I feel like you and your boys had a stack of those in the bathroom. I would say at one point, <laughs> next, directly next to the toilet. Yes, I remember a, that. There was a stack of... <laughs> no, I mean, not, probably two feet tall. Oh, it was... Yeah, it was, it was this tall. Yeah. This tall. And it was gross and hideous. But look, the, those were the college years. That's kind of the way we lived. <laughs> and I probably is the one responsible for getting most of the materials through illicit means. But I'll say this. I was, I'm not going to say where I was yesterday, but where I was yesterday, I saw a lot of big fat women. 
Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> the mall. Hmm. I'm not going to tell you where I was, but there was a, there was fatties. Where could Jason have been? Eh, what about matter. fat guys? Were there fat guys? Well, <laughs> yeah, but not as fat as the women were. Right. Really? <laughs> no, it was just, noticeable. <clears throat> noticeable. For that particular spot and, and time, yes, it was mm. noticeable. Interesting. There are places that have far less men and women that are out of shape. Like my brother lives in a town. Mm-hmm. And some in New Jersey, for some reason, I don't know if it's the culture there, there aren't any fatties. Everybody just works out. Uh, it's got Maybe it's because... It's it, very few. Yeah, like, Well, I th- we, we, haven't we always speculated that the more money you have... Maybe. The skinnier you are. Maybe I everybody there true. has trainers and yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Yeah, they're all... Where there's a, like a, a pressure. It's a, well, it's a wealthy Got to keep up with the Joneses, right? 100%. 100%. It, you're... He's pointed that out before, and I never really thought about it. And then I was like, okay. Well, he lives in one of the richest neighborhoods in America. Yeah, it's very yeah, I mean, there's, there's... Typically, rich guys don't marry big, fat Arctics. <laughs> and if they he's do, not, they divorce them. Yeah, they get, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he lives in Eli Manning's neighborhood. Yeah, but he's not in a gated community. I mean, there's different parts of gated. Summit, New Jersey. I'm yeah. saying that the, the overall, not all of them are, I mean, there's houses which are super expensive, but there's others which are normal. Right. Um. But yeah, I mean, same th- same thing probably out in like um, L.A. where where Kelsey's living. Everybody's like nice weather. Everybody's going for everybody's runs. Everybody's always out. Yeah, yeah. I would think I would think in a place like L.A. Where do all the big fatties live? Minneapolis? <laughs> no, like the South, like Arkansas and Lanham. you always you always Lanham. see these lists Marl. of the unhealthiest states. They're yeah, like usually Mississippi, like down south, Alabama, yeah. SEC country. Yes, Louis. SEC country is the big fatties. Is that true? Is, it, yes. is, is there a map of? Uh, I would I've think. I would that. think cold places have big they're fatties. They're, so they're yes, they warm. So they're the heaviest people down south and southeast, for sure. Mississippi, Louisiana. Most of well, the states, poor. actually, most yeah, of the states. They're the is, poorest areas. Yeah. West Virginia is number Again, it's one. A, it's, I think it's right. tied into your income. Then it's Kentucky, Alabama, Oklahoma. If, you bust, if you're bust, though, you're depressed. West, West Virginia? Did anyone, yeah, I said West Virginia, West Virginia okay. is number one, most obese. Right? If you're bust, though, you're depressed. You, 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 you know. You're eating subpar food. You're just eating. You know, you're, not, you're not buying. Well, you're, and you're, you're, not just, buying, you're eating like, fast food because it's cheap. Fast food, it's cheaper. That's true. You know. You're probably ugly. <laughs> just piling on. Me. It's true. What, di- you, so what are the top five that you have? Top five most obese <laughs> states in 2024. Oh, this is Mississippi's current. one. Go ahead. West Virginia won. Wow. 40.6% are obese. obese. This is by BMI. Yeah. Kentucky, two. Ooh. Alabama, three. I'm going to Kentucky. Oklahoma, yes, four. Are. Mississippi like five. Yeah, you're gonna feel silly when you land in Louisville. It's all in that area. <laughs> Arkansas six, Louisiana seven. Are those... right, here's your outlier: South Dakota eight, Ohio nine, and the tenth most obese state, Iowa. All right, can you type in thinnest state? <laughs> uh, most sure. in shape, most fillies. in shape most states. The, the thinnest state. <laughs> Let's guess. Uh, my guess: number one, Colorado. Everybody's outdoors all the time, unless there's two feet of snow they're on like the ground. like hiking and all that. Yeah. You're into that. That's Very active. I'm going to say Arizona. It's probably Arizona good. Everybody's thin. sweating. Everybody's sweating all the time in Arizona. I'll stick with California. I think California might. Ah, Hawaii. Mm. Hawaii won. Cakes was close. I feel like Hawaii women like, are beefy. They're like sumo wrestlers. You've been there. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I've mean? never been. Don't, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, 
All those guys that like play at BYU or whatever? Samoans, yeah. Yeah. The Polynesians. Polynesians. Yeah. All right, so Hawaii. Well, after that, with that, no, that no. silly sauce. No, no, this is different. Yeah. It's a different list, but Colorado comes out number one, Vermont two, Massachusetts three, Hawaii four, California five. This is for? Thinnest. Thinnest. Massachusetts? Yes. That's strange. Is thin? Maybe just wealth. Is Massachusetts a wealthier state? Don't know. Couldn't tell you. Now you're going to have me Google no. <laughs> the states. Yeah, I, 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 it's too much Google. But all right, so so West Virginians are the fattest, and guys are dumpier than women. <laughs> yes. Those yeah. Guys takeaways. punt more after getting married. Right. You get fat and happy. Right. It is what it is. I guess that's my excuse, Kate. Yeah. <laughs> all right, coming up next, it's Fridays with Feinstein. On the fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.